0: All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Jake, uh, the gods sometimes, uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. Sometimes goodness just falls into your lap. And, uh, to To listeners that don't know, Jake is a comedian. I'm a comedian. He's in New York. I'm in Iowa, and we do this. We talk about topics, topicals in the top news topics, topical items of note in the news. And I usually, over the course of a week, I'll find some stories. I'll send Jake some links, and we'll talk about what's going on in the news. And uh, you know we're comedians, but we talk about these serious news things. And all the links I sent you this week were, I would say, fairly serious. That's true. The
1: original name of the show was going to be "Comics Not Being Funny," and I thought we should go with it because I'm like, dude, it's truth and advertising. But uh, I, you know, I I like the shift you made on that. I like I like the uh, putting sprinkles on this. Right.
0: Thing. Well, so what happened is uh, today something fell into my our lap that I did not send you. I'm going to hit you with a news story that is a little less serious than we had planned on talking about. Because I'm like, oh, all we do is talk about serious shit. And maybe you heard this, maybe you didn't, but uh, here we go. Here's the news story I did not send you that I want to open with. Uh, If I say the band Great White, what's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: Mm, First I was thinking Shark, then I was thinking uh, Bad Pyro.
0: Yes. Bad pyrotechnics. Great White, uh, to anybody that wouldn't know, uh, how many years ago, do you have any idea... It was a... a long fucking time, man. Yeah. A long time. I, I remember, I I took a firefighting
1: course where they like it was a, a, an extensive, like four week thing, five days a week, eight hours a day, like a long, long thing. Like we were spraying out fires as hose teams and shit. And I, I remember them showing that video to us, and that was I'd heard of it, but that was the first time I saw the video, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, it's fucking brutal. It was it was like. It was like dozens and dozens of people that got trapped and burned to death. Well, 100.
0: Well, so you just let the the cat out. To anybody that doesn't know, I just looked it up. In 2003, the band Great White was playing a small club in Rhode Island, and they had Pyro that uh, probably shouldn't have, well, obviously shouldn't have been there, but wasn't cleared by a fire marshal and or was too big for the small room. And it lit the place on fire, and 100 people died. Uh, including their guitarist at the time, one of their guitarists. So Really? I didn't know somebody in the band died. Yeah, one wow. one band member died. And most of the band, and people were talking, well, how did the band get up? Well, because the band... Well, it's out out the back. Yeah, there's a yeah, back door off the, off stage. the stage. Everybody right. else is going to the So when you hear the band Great White, you if you're of a certain age, you think, oh, the band that had that fire that killed everybody. Well, yeah. whenever you have, uh, you've seen the memes of, hey, that, uh, I just fucked up and the next person says hold my beer I'm gonna do something even stupider Great White is trying to out stupid themselves they played in Dickinson North Dakota a, a festival that is specifically organized to not give a fuck about coronavirus they did this a couple days ago it is called the first on first concert series so Dickinson has First Avenue and every week they have a band and Great White went and played it, and... What Dude, if there's one band you'd think would have learned its
1: lesson on following the goddamn safety regulations <laughs> put out by the county, you'd think it would be Great White. Apparently you would fucking not. think.
0: Yeah. It's it's according to April Gets, an event coordinator for the concert Jeez, series, Christ. she told the Dickinson Press... It's one of those things where if people feel comfortable coming down and mixing and mingling, that's their personal choice. We're leaving it up to everybody. The, the article says it. Flaunts- that's like
1: Caitlyn Jenner uh, holding an event, you know, in favor of doing away with seatbelts in cars. You know, if there's one fucking person you'd think would
0: uh, yes. would be behind this. And what's funny is now now here's where it gets weird. I've actually not weird, but. I, I, I've played Dickinson, North Dakota, a handful of times because it's it's North Dakota. It's it's in the middle of nowhere. It's a very small town, uh, but for a while it was oil rich. When when there was an oil boom, um, you know the the it just they, it was it was nothing to do. So they they had comedy shows. There was not a comedy club. It was just a comedy night. You would put thousands of miles on your cars all the way on the Montana end of North Dakota, and. You, you do these little small towns and Dickinson was part sure, of it. Sure, yeah, exactly. I I get I get that. And and that's why I get
1: why people that maybe live in in more remote areas of the country kind of don't give a shit about COVID right. cuz it's like people have to go there to fucking get it there. So um I'm not staying inside if I live there either. I would, like I, I I live in the exact opposite of that. I live in New York City, so I again, like I've said a thousand times on this podcast, I was saying this is going to be fucking overhyped nonsense at first too, and then thousands and thousands of people died just in my borough alone, and so I was like well shit, that sucks, I guess I'm going to wear a mask when I go outside right? I get that they're on the exact opposite end of the spectrum so they don't necessarily want anyone coming and telling them to live like they're in fucking Queens I, I get it that being said if you're having a festival there now, people are traveling there. That's how you get the fucking virus there. Yes, you gotta lay low. You gotta lay low if you want to go outside and fucking cough all over each other. You do it. You do it with the townies, with the local folk. Ain't nobody going to what's a fuckville, North Dakota Dickinson. for vacation. So you're fine. You know, like you're fine. It, 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 it's until you decide to throw a festival. Now you have. Bands like Great White, who the only way they make money is by touring to the the weirdest, shittiest, most random places and breathing in the air and whatever viruses might happen to be around there. And now they're coughing it on you. So, like, I, I would be behind your not giving a shit about the corona thing until you have a band who, let's face it, not really lucky when it comes to not following <laughs> rules, historically speaking, who could be potentially, in the long run, killing more people than if they started doing fucking uh, juggling acts with lit torches on stage.
0: Well, I, you mentioned something that I was going to bring up. Uh, I, 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 It's funny that, so I said this is a concert series. It's not really, a, 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 I said festival, so I fucked it up, but it's, it's every week uh, in summer. And so Great White is one of the bands and i looked up several of the dates and the other bands you've never heard of flannel ziona road and then just some guy uh like nate something his my name, my name's nathan but but how do you think think about great white they get offered well, this well yeah no shit because in this in this fucking environment most bands that could
1: be surviving by any other means are not going to literally risk their lives for, you, you, you know, a $200 fee plus drink tickets, man. Exactly. You know? that's, that's kind of a that's fucking what I'm rough saying is, how,
0: how do you feel to be Great White to go, hey, we got a gig, awesome. And you see it's a, a running gig and you look it up and you're the only band of note on that gig. Every other band every is like, someone you've never heard of. I mean like so if the promoter's got to be well, and, yeah. like holy shit we got great white, someone's heard of these guys. Well that's why it's it's tricky getting
1: really any acts of 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 any kind to to remote places like that. You either get like no one's ever heard of them at all type of bands or you 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 can actually sometimes pull big ones because those bands will be on tours and they're a big enough name that you you drop them in the middle of a rural state like North Dakota or something and everybody in that state will just flock to them if if I mean same with comedy if you or I get offered a gig in North Dakota, out in this same town, we probably won't go because it's like nah, I already said I went. Really I told
0: you I was there. I would put thousands of miles on my car to go do you do like four or five gigs all across North Dakota. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is
1: yeah, but you and had I'm it a nobody. You had
0: it fucking planned. Yeah, right. I'm yeah, a you nobody. had it planned. You're doing gigs
1: along the way, and so it's like you have to have a, a sort of. A uh, 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 sort of a set-in-place plan in motion to where you're doing other gigs along those spots. Otherwise, whatever the fuck they're paying you, even if it's very, very generous on their end, it's not going to be worth that kind of travel, you know? So it's got to be somebody that can that can uh, set up enough road gigs on the way to where that makes sense. And that's, uh, unfortunately, not very many people in entertainment, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and I'm just a guy in my car, and uh, that's it. And And this is a band that has to bring... Equipment right. and and like even if they say that okay, is the
1: beautiful head about the the beautiful thing uh, about stand up comedy is the overhead is fairly low yeah in terms of travel costs you're not booking a, a fucking bus and a tour manager and roadies and stuff like that like you just have to show up and hope that they have a crowd and a fucking microphone that works and you, you know that the drinks are reasonably priced yeah. that kind of thing
0: and I'll, I'll say this about Dickinson and North Dakota in general I always had fun when, when I was there. The, the one shitty thing about it is it was one of the last states to shit can smoking. So I'd go do like a ton of gigs and just be like, oh, this is so nice. No smoking, no smoking. And then yeah, I'd yeah. book North Dakota and be like, all right, I'm going to smell like an ashtray. I'm going to smell like an ashtray. And uh, yeah, yeah. so it was, it was one of the whole but.
1: It, no, it, there's there's still a bar here that does, there's still some places in in New York where it's um, you know as, as much as well it, yeah it's grandfather but as as much as the the Northeast particularly New York City likes to be sort of well we're gonna overregulate everything there's these weird little loopholes that you just find hmm. just here and there man there's places where you can you can go and you can smoke cigarettes there. And, like, indoors, and they're just like, oh, it's grandfathered, and it's, hey, fuck it, this guy that owns this place knows a guy who knows a guy, and for whatever reason, nobody fucks with them. It's kind of like rent control in a way, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, kind of, but that's the thing, is it's so random on who gets it, I, I literally do not have any rhyme or reason why it works in these few places and and not others in like like far outer boroughs yeah because that's sort of like the wild west and it's like you might get stabbed on the way in there too so yeah yeah like you can kind of do whatever in those types of spots but i i'm talking places like lower east side you know where it's like okay this place has been like gentrified and all of that like it's in manhattan it's uh, you know like lower manhattan and you can still do it
0: i uh, i'll say this um I would love to go back to North Dakota. I, oh, I actually, I've been there, but I've only been in the center and eastern side of the state where there's not oil, where it's just like Bismarck and normal. Sure. Um, because when I, was, when I was going to the western, western side during the boom, it was insane. I mean, they were building hotels like mad and building housing like mad. And you heard stories of McDonald's trying to hire at $25 an hour. And rent was wow. like New York rent because there was just it was the, the, these little right. small towns, and suddenly they needed all these workers. So it was scarcely, the fucking Dubai of of the Dakotas. Yes, it really was. And then you'd show up, and it's all these oil workers that were were. I was told before going in that if I could get my hands on anything, anything, speed, coke, Adderall, like. I, I, that I could sell it at a premium, there. yeah, and people would just ask for it, like, "Hey, do you bring any blow or anything?" Because it was like the Wild West; it just it was exploding too fast, and they wanted everything. They wanted hookers, they wanted drugs, they want—I mean—and and again, the the police were overwhelmed because you'd have all these guys that would go get drunk every night and start fights, and you have this town that's normally needs two cops, and suddenly they need forty cops, and they don't have right. Them. It was yeah. it was interesting. I, I, and, and now that we're in a bust, I would almost like to go back and see what happened with all the expansion. Now that it's not needed, it would be a depressing look, uh, I admit, but it would be interesting to see. Not as depes- depressing as
1: Eastern North Dakota, where they had none of that shit. Um, <laughs> y- you remember that show in the eighties, Dallas? There was another show at the same time called Houston. Oh, it was a sad show. Oh, it was a sad show. <laughs> Nobody had any money. It was the theme song was the same, but kind of sad. Just dun dun, dun 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 dun. And a guy would come out with a little harmonica, <laughs>
0: and he would he would be on like a milk crate. It was a whole. It was a bluesy kind of thing. I think Eastern North Dakota is where that one guy tried to buy the entire town to make it a full-on white clan supremacy town. I'm not. They're pretty sure it was North Dakota. Maybe it was South Dakota. I'm. I'm see, that definitely
1: seems like a like a Dakota thing to do. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a there's a ton of land there. Nobody knows what else is there. Um, I, I can imagine you could get a town there for. Like ten, twenty dollars,
0: <laughs> and that's what I think it was. It was what what they called it—a town. And then they would show. Someone made a documentary about the guy, and I didn't see it, but I saw. I watched the trailer, and in the trailer, like he tried to buy this town and turn into like KKK nation, and the town itself is like two houses, and then, wow. and the rest of the houses are like five miles apart, just rural. And you're like, this this is a town. I mean, yeah, he could buy the two houses and call himself king.
1: Although, you know, you know the, the, the one upside to living in, in KKK Nation up there in uh, the Dakotas? No COVID whatsoever. Uh, no <laughs> one is traveling there and bringing the bat bug. You can walk outside naked all day long. You know, as long as you have the right skin tone. As long as you don't have too much of a tan in January, that kind of thing. Uh, you can walk around out there, no mask, no nothing. Do you think people in small towns like that, I I mean, not just the KKK one, but any of them, just any small towns. So they obviously don't have to worry about COVID since, I I mean, no one's going there and you're not going to have to get it. Do you think maybe in like a hundred years, it's going to turn out to be the sort of thing where you just can't go there because there'll be sort of like, weird little indigenous tribes in different parts of the world where it's like, whoa, whoa, they, they haven't had human contact, so if we go there. We're going to cough plague on them. They're right. going to get smallpox and every fucking plague for the past thousand years. And it's going to wipe, just like when Europeans came to the Americas, like, just the sniffles killed, like, 90% of the fucking population here. And that's why, like, every fucking government that, well, actually has a, 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 any kind of centralized government that still has like real straight up basically still living like a thousand years ago indigenous populations. They legally, they're like, Hey, nobody can fucking go, go near them. Otherwise we'll detain you because you like just the shit that you've been immune to over thousands and thousands of years will kill all these people. Do you think that's going to happen to small towns uh, in flyover states?
0: I would say Yes. If not for the fact that they're all dying anyway, because anytime they have a kid, the kid hits his teenage years or her teenage years and says, holy fuck, I got to get out of here. And so everybody leaves. The, that's, that was part of the Trump uh, victory was small towns, their, their, their last dying breath of, of we're, we're, we're going to sa- we're save ourselves through Trump. Whereas, you know, most of the stories say that young people are leaving these towns and they're dying. My wife came from one which when I went and visited for the first time, I'm like, holy shit, you grew up here? And she said, well, it wasn't much better, but it was better. But everybody leaves, all of these small towns. I don't know, man. Like, some of them are kind of all right. Like, um, I know some of
1: them in Iowa. It just depends, like, is there enough of sort of, like, an economic infrastructure to make it somewhat prosperous? If, If it's a small town... With like a decent few factories to where like all right, the people can stay gainfully employed. It's a different animal, but if it's one of those fucking rust belts we used to make bed springs, that shit went to Bangladesh in the seventies. Now we make meth. You know, yeah. like there's a lot of those fucking places. A and lot of them. yeah, yeah, they're, yes, they're, yes. they're they're bouncing. People are people
0: are out. All right. So let's, let's uh, switch to uh, one of the stories I sent you. This is on the lighter side, instead of uh, going pretty uh, uh, into serious. Because um, th- I, I sent you this one because I figured you could tell a story that you've told on the podcast two or at least three times. But I bring it up because I think it's a great story, and I never get sick of it. And you get new listeners who have never heard it. And I think anybody that has heard it is probably like me and gets a little nostalgic, like, oh, yeah, I've heard Jake tell that story. Yeah. Um, uh, Central You're Park... You're talking about the shot-in-the-ball story, ain't you? You know where I'm going because the Central shot Park... The shot-in-the-ball story! Central Park Karen... It's the Karen. fucking
1: thing I thought when I was reading the story. Yeah, I was going to bring Park this up Central Park Karen
0: anyway. is, is being charged, and rightfully so, in a way, with just a misdemeanor. She's not going to jail. She's not getting the electric sure, yeah. chair. She called 911 for no reason, and you should get punished for that. It should, it should be like a little like, hey, you called 911 for no reason. Now, I thought it was interesting that Chris Cooper, the... the the bird watcher that had the police called on him for just saying leash your dog uh, said, "You know what? I'm not going to participate in this. She had her life ruined. I think that's enough. She she lost her job. Uh, she she." It is
1: such a classy
0: fucking ballsy move by this guy too, man. I love it. Oh, he got I shredded on Twitter. Did you happen to see on Twitter? What? Of course he did. The woke left went after him saying, this isn't about you. How dare you? You need to do this for others.
1: Don't no. come to the autonomous zone in Seattle. We'll beat you over the head. We're so progressive. I will yep. fucking beat you with the same cell phone
0: that she called the cops with that we were upset about. Yep. The woke left. that, And that's wow. the thing with the woke left is they will turn on their own. And he wasn't even one of them. I mean, they just adopted him, and the instant he... He was just a nice guy yep.
1: looking at birds that this cunt decided to fuck with for no goddamn reason.
0: Other, well, she, apparently not no reason. When when they did a little research into her history, this is what she does. She yells at uh, doormen, she yelled at waiters, or, you know, I don't know the full story, but I remember that... The instant this happened... Okay, so I'll rephrase it.
1: For no reason. She has a
0: history of yelling at people <laughs> right. for
1: no reason. All this does is back up what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Her history That's... backs up what I... She's a K-U-N-T-K-O-N-T. That's what she does. At people for no reason.
0: Yes, yes. And so this is one of those things, as you said, the shot in the ball story. It goes to what, what, what Chris Cooper said. The bird watcher, he said she suffered enough. She had her life ruined. I mean... She was public enemy number one for about six days, and then George Floyd got murdered, uh, which is really a sad way to get knocked out of the news. Do you think she ever said, like, you know, I, I'm not a bad person, but I'm kind of happy George Floyd got killed because it took me off the front page. I think she sent that cop flowers in his jail cell. I mean, yes. Probably, yes. Because
1: she's a K-U-N-T cunt. And that's what, yes, she she's only thinking about herself right now.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and it, it's the only thing that knocked her off the news. So, so Chris Cooper says she suffered enough. I'm not going to comply. With, I, I don't think he is, is actively going to, you know, like fight or say don't charge her. I think he's he's taking himself out of the situation saying... They, they have enough evidence. They have the phone. I call. like it. They it's have a classy the video. fucking move. And it's so a classy fucking move. The the, I... the whole point of the story is Jake believes and has convinced me that sometimes life takes care of itself and you don't really need to heap punishment upon someone who has oh, right. already suffered for their own actions, which comes to the story of Jake being a former military member who served in Afghanistan and Iraq as a story that I never tire of. Right, right. So uh, one
1: day in in in, in the rugged uh, Kush mountains of Afghanistan, we were on, uh, and when I say we, I mean my battalion. I luckily was on towers this day, which means I didn't have to be out on this mission because we lived in company-sized fobs, but uh, sometimes we would do these battalion-sized missions, which were always a fucking pain in the ass. They rarely ever resulted in us finding Anybody, because we were rolling in such big elements that people would fucking leave and hide and all this shit before... Anyway, so... Not stealthy be, at all. not No, no stealth. No, just no, no. It was just for fucking show. MRAPs Joe just or,
0: driving right into town and like, oh, there they are, yeah. let's hide. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. That summed up the battalion
1: missions, but they would last days and days and days, and there'd be these different moving elements that would kind of fucking move. It. Anyway, so... Um, one of these missions happened to be near my fob when luckily... My platoon was on towers for this fucking bullshit. So I did not have to be out there. I thank my lucky stars for it. I always hated those things. You get very little sleep. Anywho. um, So like I said, you get very little sleep. And when you're on these things and you start going days and days on end with basically no sleep. And you're just kind of, the few hours you get, you're kind of... Sitting in the truck with all your fucking gear on. I'm talking flat jackets. I'm talking all the ammo, all the grenades. the 80 on pounds your. of gear. Yeah, a lot. I mean, well, not that much strapped. I mean, that's in the backpacks and okay. stuff when you get out. and But uh, it's still a lot. It's still more than you'd like. And, and it's in, in military vehicles that are very uncomfortable. So you really, it's hard to doze off. Like, you kind of can, but you're not getting the same kind of sleep as when you're in a cot. So when you do day after day after day of that, you start, like, hallucinating and shit. And I always thought like this is kind of fucking dangerous but to be let me doing this. Quickly, f-
0: I love that uh, comparative uh, note there. Not like the kind of sleep you get on a cot. Like the cot is the end all. Like
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. That was <laughs> that becomes like a fucking down feather blanket on top of one of them sleep numbers bed with your perfect number on it. I'm telling you, the cot you you, you learn to love it. You, you learn to love it. It becomes like a prisoner. Heaven. Yes, eating your once a week bowl. Of, of of sludge with sprinkles on top. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've got Stockholm, you learn to love it. But <laughs> anywho, Stockholm. You don't love being in, in the goddamn trucks and not really sleeping. You start fucking hallucinating. And I always thought, like, dude, this is gonna cause somebody to really get hurt because keep in mind, we have loaded weapons on us at all times. You, you know, like all, at all fucking times. I mean, they're, they're, they're all of them. They're locked, loaded, ready to go, Let on me. A safe.
0: Quickly tell you, just to the listeners, uh, I, I've never been military. I'm a comedian, but I have performed in Afghanistan and Iraq. And, and and you would go to these bases, and you'd get shown around, and then you'd get shown where the uh, mess tent was so you could go eat your meals. And the mess tents would have—not all of them, but I, I, there were signs at the mess tent that said, if you aren't armed, you can't enter. So when Jake says, guns at all times— it wasn't put your gun down and go to lunch. They had signs that said, if you aren't, I remember... When well, this saying, was on the
1: FOB. Yeah, you always have the, the weapons on the FOB. But I'm talking out, outside the FOB. Oh, you have not only your personal weapons, but, but you're, you've got, you got, got turrets. Got you. You've got fucking... You, you know, you've got crew served machine guns. You know, you got the fifty cals. you got Mark 19s, which are automatic grenade launchers. Those are fucking fun, by the way. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you got 240 Bravos. you got all kinds of shit, right? So... I'm like, dude, that's not... And as, as much as I love playing with weapons and shit, while you're hallucinating and haven't really slept for days right. on end, that's maybe... You, you know, I hate to sound like one of these anti-gun nuts, but uh, maybe if you're hallucinating, you shouldn't have uh, loaded automatic weapons. Uh, that's just me, right? Not the U.S. Army. They were like, fuck that. Uh, multi-day missions, stay up, uh, and just be out there. So... Anyway, on one of these long battalion-sized missions, there was uh, apparently uh, one of the gunners. Now I don't know this guy because he was in he was in uh, the light like colonel's sort of like security element. You, you know, he would have like several vehicles with him. That was just right, and and he would roam around. You know, because it was it was a big area that that they would control on these battalion-wide. It was huge, you know, and it, and they would move. It was a mobile thing, right? Um, so there was a gunner who apparently this was like day two or three into one of these things. His story was that he asked somebody to hand him a nine a, a millimeter pistol up in the turret and then he dropped it and it went off. Now this sounds like a little bit of bullshit because a, if you're the gunner in one of these turrets, you don't need a goddamn nine mil pistol. It's, it's, it's damn near useless to you. You yeah. have your own personal rifle up there on top of the fucking rifles or sorry, you on, on top of the, cal. Th- the guns, the, but yeah, fifty cal. Sometimes a Mark Nineteen, sometimes two forty Bravo. But a lot of times you would have like a fifty cal up there and a Mark Nineteen. Plus you would have a two forty Bravo kind of on the side of the turret. They, they, they would have these sort of like like almost like a mini turret that had the two forty Bravo, and then you'd also have your your M four up there. So it's like, dude, what are you gonna do with a nine mil? If you yeah, if you literally go through all of that fucking ammo <laughs> uh, to where you're down to a pistol. You're going to die anyway, dude. You <laughs> may be... My, well, you got overrun so bad yeah. that, like, I, it's, it's not even... You may take one more guy with you or you might as well turn it
0: on yourself, right? Like, that at that fucking point. Um, so you're saying the beginning of the story of the nine... get it, it's, it's already suspect. Suspect. Yeah.
1: That being said, he's been up for days. And, you know, I've been up for days and done all kinds of weird things with the guns and the fucking... So, you, you know, my heart's with him. Anywho... His story was that it dropped as somebody was handing it to him and went off. And, and again, these things are made to be jostled around uh Kevlar plated vehicles in, in the dark, basically. And not you know, so it's a weird story. Either way, the thing did go off. And the bullet struck him right in the taint. Uh, now I've I've learned in the military that different parts of the country refer to the taint. With different words, somes call it taint, somes call it grundle, some call it. Um, I've heard both those. I feel like there was a few more that I that I don't remember anymore. But either way, it struck him in the uh, the perineal, I believe is the medical term. Went into his perneal. <laughs> can't forget the, the medical be- version. Yes, the spot doctors out there. He shot himself <laughs> between the asshole and the testicles. That's where it went in. Didn't go out there. It went out through one of his testicles. I don't know whether it was the right or the left. I don't know that it matters. It's a horrifying story. And it's like, eh, even even telling it now, like, Jesus Christ, I've done all kinds of irresponsible things with weapons, especially while I was hallucinating on one of these fucking multi... Anyway, the point of this story and how it relates to Karen in Central Park is that when he woke up, He had paperwork next to him. He had a purple heart for being wounded in (laughs) comedy. I forget that part. He had a purple heart. He got a purple heart. If you get wounded, hey, look, man, I don't give a shit. I think he deserves a purple heart. He was was hallucinating. I blame the hallucinating on whatever the fuck he was doing on the gun. I blame the hallucinating. I think day one never would have happened. Never would have happened. He was up. He was sleepy. You do weird shit if you're sleepy for too long. He did weird shit. Bullet went into his grundle and out through his balls, right? So he gets a Purple Heart. The other thing waiting next to him is paperwork for an Article 15. Now, that is disciplinary action. It's basically the military version of a misdemeanor. You know what I mean? You can lose rank. They take money from you. There's all kinds of, you know, you have to do so many hours of disciplinary shit. And the thing is, it was for what the the Article 15 was for was for a negligent discharge, you know. Accidental shooting. And the thing is is yeah, you should negligent discharges are a big big deal. People die from them. People lose testicles from them sometimes. Um but it, yeah, you you absolutely should get article 15s for negligent discharges. There's a reason that they charge people with those. However, unless unless what this guy already received was so much worse than a few hours of extra chow hall duty, some money taken away, even rank. Motherfucker shot himself in the tank and lost a testicle. That's worse than Article 15. Time served if the direct result of what you were being charged for was already not just as bad, but way fucking worse. Like, by any measure, time served, Right? If you're speeding, if you're driving 75 miles an hour in, in, in a 55, you should absolutely get a ticket. Unless you crash into a telephone pole and you're paralyzed from the neck down. You shouldn't have to sign your fucking ticket with a pen in your teeth with your <laughs> head. All right? You fucking That's already worse. You're not going to do it again. I think you might have learned your lesson. The fact that the government, especially the army, feels the need to, oh, no, 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 we got to punish this kid to make an example of him. Why, what, if if we don't punish him, they're going to think it's okay to shoot themselves in the balls and they're going to be doing it all willy nilly because they think they can shoot their testicles off consequence free. Why not in this man's army? That's a fucking weird thing to do. And so that's why I'm glad that he looks at this Karen who's not just a Karen but she kind of started the outing of the Karens. She is the the queen yes. Karenus Maximus. She is the yes, yeah, she is the the Karen version of the monkey in outbreak who who yeah, like she started the whole thing, you know. Um The fact that he was able to kind of look at her and be like, eh, socially speaking, she got her nut shot off. She shot her own ball off with this fucking phone call. Um, Yeah, a misdemeanor's great. I would argue that if you gave this woman the option of, listen, I can either give you two misdemeanors right now that no one will know about and wipe away all of this, from the public's mind, from everything. Like, time machine, this never happened. But you pay a few hundred dollars more and do a little bit more community service. She would take ten of them. She would take ten fucking misdemeanors. So, she already shot her balls off in the turret of that fucking Humvee. That's what happened in Central Park. Karen shot her balls off, you know? We don't need to punish her even further. I really do feel like this sort of mentality... Is part of the reason why our country has more people in prison than like per capita than any other country on the planet is because there's something in us that just feels the need to let's just fucking let's bear down on whoever it is for whatever they did as hard as we fucking can. And that will send the message. And it's a it's just a bad fucking mindset. It's a terrible goddamn mindset. I I really do think that is that is why it's part of the reason why we have the the prison problem that we do is because we cannot let people just fucking take the beating they've already had. We cannot let them uh, even more importantly recover from the beating that they've they've had. We have to keep them down. We have to keep beating them. Oh, you, you, you're you applying for this job? Well, it says here you had a, a felony. Not like a kid fucking or, or a murder felony, but still a felony. Still still something, to, oh, you sold too many drugs. Oh, say, you did a they break and entering fucking 15 years ago.
0: Do they do they usually just look to see if there's a mark on the record and then just... Dude, most jobs, if they
1: find any kind of fucking criminal record, it's very tough to get any kind of decent job, especially when there's multiple applicants. Yeah. You know? It's you you know people will get out of fucking prison even if it is for a serious crime and it's like congratulations you've served time for your your your, your crime here's a McDonald's hat.
0: Well that's I hope you like it cuz it's the only fucking
1: job we'll ever give you again.
0: I have two thoughts uh one is fictional and the other is, is real. Um it's it's like that uh, scene in Heat where the um the guy that's going to be the driver at the end of the movie he gets out of prison and he gets a job I think as a cook in a diner. And the boss just tells him straight up, "You're going to give me this percentage of your paycheck. Fuck you. You know you're a piece of shit. Yeah, and if you don't, yeah. I'm calling your parole officer." Like they get treated, but the- yeah, I mean that's that's clearly a more
1: extreme yeah. version. I mean that's, that's like a, a cartoonish. That's but it's a hey, man. Even if the boss was was fairly nice as far as those shows shows go, I, I, like what do you? He still you know was making decent money before. Now he's a line cook.
0: Yeah. And well, he'll never the, do better than Mike Cook. I said I had a f- fictional one and a real one. I, I think of Michael Vick who look, I love dogs. I, you think I, of a quarterback
1: making millions and millions of well, dollars I'm just that's your that, other
0: That's the first thing is, is I look, I love dogs. I love dogs. What he yeah. did sickened me. That said, when he got a, exactly. out of jail I'm like, he, served he served real time. fucking time for it. I did he not, served real so fucking time for it. There are so many people that were protesting. Do saying, you
1: realize how many fucking NFL players are not only not serving time, but still in the league who, like, straight up, like, some of them killed people. Yeah, Like, Ray Rice. I mean, fucking, I, many, many sexual crimes. Crimes against people. And I'm a dog lover. Love animals. That being said, uh, if you're committing crimes, like... I mean, not just like pickpocketing or fucking shoplifting, but like real, Rape, like violent abuse, crimes. Uh, yes, against people. Women. That's worse than committing any crime you could think of to a thousand fucking animals. To me, I, I mean, it's it's just it's another level. It's another level of fucked up. And so, uh, I, I I get sort of the initial hey, we got to get this guy. But here's the thing: you got that fucking guy, you got him, and and he served real time. Yeah. Took three goddamn years and out, here, of, out, of, other out of his
0: career. I don't have to be a fan. Uh, I think, did he go to the... Did he start with the Eagles or did he go back to the Eagles? I forget. The whole point is... I use with the Steelers now. I could be wrong. I can't remember where he ended up, but y- you could be right. The whole, he, he did eventually... He the, was at the Eagles at one point. I think he started with the Falcons and then went to the Eagles. But a, he either well, way the long happen. story short is, I didn't like what he did. I didn't like him as a person. Once he got out of jail... I said, well, I don't have to be a fan. I I can I can hope that his team loses. I can go every time he throws an interception. I can go, "Yay, you threw an interception." but I was never one of these guys that were people that were like, he needs to be banned from the league. He needs to be. Right, the man served his fucking yeah. time. He, he was served his time. That's it. You know how rare it is for an NFL player to do
1: actual prison time for anything? Let alone an NFL player who's like a fucking star. Like a yeah. straight up, we're paying him millions and oh, millions of dollars a year of fucking dude, When he went down. In the peak of his career. Yep. Do you realize how rare it is for somebody like that to go to prison for committing heinous crimes against humans even
0: if we even have that's tough. any listeners that are young right now imagine to a lesser degree i suppose cuz he didn't win a super bowl but imagine Patrick Mahomes right now today going to jail for something vic was right, a superstar in his day it, it was like he's right up there yeah, yeah. yeah. he he was he, he was, was he was the, the joe guy. montana
1: of 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 the, of that time of yeah. that early 2000s time he was the fucking guy man he was I mean I won't put him at like a Tom Brady level but well, like he's not whatever even the fuck because he never right won a Super Bowl but Tom he Brady. was a celebrity but quarterback
0: he was He's yeah he, he was, was up there the people were buying his jerseys he was both right. he was loved
1: and and there's there's a sort of thing where uh people don't want to just kind of let people uh redeem themselves yeah they don't believe in redemption anymore that's gone and that is such a big goddamn reason why we have the 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 large prison population that we do? There's certainly th- other things involved, like like poverty, like racism, all of that shit. Yeah, the drug laws. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking hurricane of reasons why we're, we we uh, you know have the prison pop problem that we do. But I think a a a sort of unexplored reason. I I I will say in in that hurricane is the, the lack of willingness to sort of let people redeem themselves. You, you know, and, and that's, it, it. I think it started systemic, but it's fucking come down to uh,
0: everybody. Well, everybody. It's, it's, it's in a way part of, I don't, cancel culture and these purity tests is not only are you irredeemable, but you can be found guilty for being flawed 10 years ago
1: well right and Michael Vick is a different sort of thing from the cancel I'm not saying those aren't that's not the sort of thing being heaped upon him. but it's one thing if you're calling out a guy who maybe did something big maybe did something small but you know whatever this happened maybe it happened yesterday maybe it happened 10 years ago Whatever, this is a guy who like hey he got caught he fucking he, he didn't just get oh we we made him lose a job like he fucking did prison time prison time years and they're still fucking with him. That it's like dude, what are you what are you coming after at that point? This is just a guy trying to fucking live live his life. You know, he's trying to be a better person and and they and they're trying to take him down for that. And at that point, it's like well, dude, if if you guys had your way, Michael Vick should just quit the NFL right now and, 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 and be the Don King of dogfights. You know, they haven't canceled him. The dogfighting people will will embrace him with open arm. He's his he's their Jesus. You know, he <laughs> martyred himself for the dogfighters. You know, nobody loves Michael Vick like dogfighters. They light candles on his birthday every single year. They love that guy.
0: Yeah, uh, except the problem is they they don't put as much money into the NFL pocketbooks as the uh, others. Uh, so their, their voices are they're they're a mighty minority, but they are they are not the. They, they don't have the purchasing power of most people.
1: That's true. It's only like like kind of like smoked barbecue shacks in certain states. I mean, it's it's a very niche kind yes. of kind <laughs> of kind of organization, you know. Well, certain, certain brands it. of malt liquor, I think, put a lot of money in the uh, in the dog fighting industry. So he, yeah, his sponsorship goes down a little bit if little he's bit. the king of dog fighting.
0: Um. So th- let's stick with the idea of the punishment uh, being karmic or you know self fulfilling. I, do you think that the woman—I'm transitioning stories, but it's staying on the same theme. Uh, to the listeners, I will read the headline. Florida teen dies after a conspiracy theorist mother takes her to church event and tries to treat her with Trump-approved drug. Uh, they took—basically took her to a— well, there's a
1: million different brands of Christianity, a million different denominations. She clearly prayed to the wrong one. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> on to the next one. <laughs> Guess have the other kids maybe become
0: Baptist? Unless that was Baptist, then they're Episcopalian. They go to the next one. Or well, one it of the it other was basically, ones. it was being described as a COVID party, where, like, to like we used to have, uh, not smallpox, chickenpox parties back in the 70s, So, because chickenpox, to anybody that doesn't know, was a disease. Ooh, I actually missed that. There was a okay. There was a weird sort of editorial
1: thing where they said they couldn't prove that they actually brought her there for that reason. Yeah, like it that's might what have I'm just been a that, thing. It went
0: around back and forth whether or not that was real. So chickenpox parties, you you get chickenpox one and once, and then you're supposed to be immune to it. So they would have chickenpox parties so the kids would get it and get it out of the way. And there are this is happening. There are COVID parties happening. um, I've, I've not, I don't know how many, but there are COVID parties happening. So if that is the case with this mom, who and she has Q, they, they said her Facebook page is awash in QAnon theories. Um, does the punishment? I mean, she lost her daughter. Do you then punish her with uh, child endangerment or child neglect? Right, that's why I didn't even like the fucking article. Honestly, the article, it's like,
1: dude, what do you, this this woman lost a fucking daughter. What do you, you're going on in this fucking political tirade? Like, what do you, uh, you, you don't think this woman's already been through enough? You're, you're just kind of dragging her through even more? It's like, yeah, she's stupid, but... Lots of people are fucking stupid. And I would I would be willing to bet that this was rawstory.com. Well, are I you saw gonna, it are you gonna... several
0: places. This is just the one I, I, I sent okay. you. Yeah,
1: it... I'll, I'll say this to literally anybody who printed this story. Are you going to print that same fucking story about um, a, a kid who got sick and died after a Black Lives Matter protest? No, you're fucking not. You're absolutely not. Good point. You're Good absolutely point. not. You like the way that this looks because it's a fat white conservative kid. Now, granted, I also hate fat white conservatives kids. They drive me nuts. I get it. You know <laughs> what I mean? But it's like, I, I also, I, I see the hypocrisy. And what the, like, this isn't just a fucking Trump problem. This isn't just a Christian problem. I live in Astoria, Queens. It is a very fucking, very liberal, you very You talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it, nobody's we, wearing masks. We absolutely did. Nobody's fucking wearing masks and I'm telling you if you go up and down the busy streets here with the bars and everything you'll see people now they're not in the bars but they're out front they're packed shoulder to shoulder and this is I'm talking very very diverse it is literally every pigment shade from marshmallow to asphalt everything in between that (laughs) the only two things they have in common is a probably didn't vote for Trump be shocked if anybody in this fucking neighborhood did and b they're not wearing fucking masks are you going to print a story on this rawstory.com are you going to are you going to show this oh no 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 we're not going to show people that have a, a little more of a tan than the bad guys we like to show that would be considered racist wouldn't it we're only going to show one side of this fucking problem
0: it's a narrative and i i i did not think of it that way so i'm glad you did that is that's a wonderful comparative tool to point out the hypocrisy of media manipulation and like i said that was just the link i sent you i did see this story other places um it's one of those things where i didn't save it in time and so when i just sort of googled oh yeah florida team that was the first and so i sent it to you but um i, I would suspect that not any other place like msnbc cnn they're not going to write a story about a kid getting sick at a black lives matter and rally either exactly and more importantly we don't know that she
1: got this at fucking church that day. Look, how many fucking months has it been? I mean, it's been, what, like at least four months since this shit really hit the states hard. Yeah. Right? Now, granted, not as hard in, in Florida until a little more recently. Same with Texas, but yeah.
0: It's, it's moving across the south now.
1: Dude, is there any telling where you caught this fucking thing? It's just like the it's just like those fucking assholes on the right going, oh, look at the people at the Black Lives Matter protests without masks. They're causing the fucking it's it's like, dude, this is they're going to one protest, maybe a few of them throughout the week. you, You know what I mean? But like if you're spending all day, every day walking into stores and out of stores without masks, not protecting yourself. The odds of you catching it in that way over the course of several months, so much higher than any one church gathering or any one Black Lives Matter protest. So anybody pointing at, oh, this one thing is definitely where that girl caught it, it's just fucking intellectually dishonest. Oh, it's I, I've got one
0: for you. This just popped into my head. Um, didn't send you this story. Don't know if you saw it. It was, I saw it several times yesterday from, quote... Reputable news sources, MSNBC, um, CNN, not a Fox story because they wouldn't report this. But did you see this headline? Uh, COVID cases spiking in uh, Oklahoma in now the in the weeks past the Trump event, the Trump rally. Have you seen those? I've not seen those. No. There, uh, Google. You'll find that they were big like yesterday, the day before. Sure. But there sure. are a lot of places. And and not a single one of these articles, all these articles, all the headlines are saying Trump did a rally there, now the cases are spiking. Trump did a rally there, now the cases are spiking. But it's not taking into account how many tests are you doing there. Fuck that. Not taking into account that two weeks ago when Trump did his rally, they were all pointing out how small it was and how ineffectual it was. On the one hand, they're saying like, ha ha, he didn't fill this arena, nobody came to the Trump rally. And two weeks later, they're saying Trump held a rally. Now everybody's got coronavirus. It's one. No or the shit. Other. You you got to pick. You, Wait,
1: it was it was that same place where they got trolled by the TikTokers. They were saying, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, the, Oh look at he caused all these people to get corona. They're see, but they're also being dishonest in the sense that they're saying Oklahoma. I, I don't know if they're breaking down and saying Tulsa, you know that. Someone can. Use, someone probably will do cell phone data. They're doing cell phone data studies all over the place to show. Well, where yeah, people and it's
1: like, dude, even if you pack travel. that arena, okay. Here's here's the thing, and. And I'm not I'm not saying that Trump isn't doing a hell of a lot of damage to this country by basically convincing people that they shouldn't take precautions. Absolutely. And 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 of course by fucking up the testing in the beginning. Again, I've said the Democrats should make this fucking election a one-issue election. They should hammer him for that. The goddamn testing in the beginning. Anywho, um, So let's say everybody in the state went to some kind of Trump thing that night. Is that going, like, do you really know that that's where it got spread, as opposed to if you've been being unsafe every fucking day for months on end, you've been going out, no mask, no staying six feet, all sneezing and coughing on each other all day long. You got it from this one event, that one side... ...of the political aisle wants to fucking polarize yep. and say is the devil. Everybody either got it from a Trump rally or a Black Lives Matter fucking protest. No! I think most people got them from grocery stores and bars and subways and walking down the fucking street. That's where I think most people fucking got this shit. I doubt Because they didn't have Trump rallies and Black Lives Matter rallies in fucking Wuhan or Italy or any of these fucking places... Yet it's still. Look, you can either take precautions and fucking protect yourselves, or you can fucking die like a
0: moron. Well, I, I I would agree with you. I would just narrow it down even further and just say, a lot of these places are spiking as the bars reopen because, yeah, every time oh, yeah. I every time I open my browser, I see another picture of a packed bar with people just drinking and celebrating, and I'm like. Did they not put a bouncer outside with a uh, clicker that said, okay, that's enough people inside? Because apparently they didn't because I've seen all these pictures of just packed bars. Now, grocery stores, I mean, sure, you can have a lot, but at least where I am, I I went went to the grocery store tonight. Everybody was wearing a mask except for one person. Now, I go different times of the day. Sometimes I'll see 50-50, sometimes 70-30 we're doing a lot of masks here in grocery stores bars nobody's wearing a mask no 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 yeah same here and and, and again uh, uh, again for,
1: for for news places on the left that love to show uh you, you know white trump people breaking the mask rules come out here and film in an a story of queens um yeah. just just come out here do you want to do that oh no you're not interested in that store
0: doesn't fit but the narrative this
1: is this is not a right thing it's not a left thing I'll be, it's, it's maybe a little more of a right thing since we have a, a president on the right who eh, fucked up the whole thing and seems to be really putting all of his fucking chips on hopefully the virus isn't going to be that bad because really at, at this point that is what the the election will come to I've been saying it for a long time it's going to come down to how bad or are the swing states going to get hit by the virus are they going to get hit worse medically than they are economically if so Trump will lose if not, he will win. That's, that's it. That's really all it fucking comes down to. And so he has been betting on fucking economically from day one. Kind of seems like it's biting him in the ass now. But we got a long way to go to November. And, you know, as much as I don't want him to have four more years of this. Because I've been trapped in my fucking basement for the last, you know, five months. Um, I would rather see less of what I've been doing. For the last little while, then more of it. So if I had to trade um, less of this for a president I don't like, I, w- I would absolutely do it. So, what, what, I hope let, me, let me try and jump inside safe, your head I for thought. a
0: second. What you are trying to say, Jake, is you want to see Great White live. Exactly! That's why, dude, I bought a plane ticket to North Dakota this weekend!
1: What?! I'm eating boiled bats out there. Why? Because I went to one of these COVID parties, too. I know you were bad-mouthing them before. I'm disagreeing with you there, all right? Because I had I had a slow-smoked bat wing that
0: tastes just like prosciutto. I'm telling you, it's worth a million people dying. It's worth it. It's got to be worth something. All right, one final story. Let's not harp on it. It's just, to me, the I love hypocrisy. Hypocrisy makes me happy. I mean, some people get angry, and they get outraged, and they shake their fist, and and they're like, Can you believe this? I can't believe I'm so angry. Grr. I love hypocrisy. It makes me happy. Uh, I I read um, Atlas Shrugged, or The Fountainhead. I read one of the Anne Rand books, and it's, it's fucking yeah. horrible. It's horrible. But anybody that's never read an Anne Rand book or doesn't know anything about her... Uh, her whole thing is This is uh, gonna sound ignorant as fuck, but
1: was Anne Rand involved at all
0: with Cloud Atlas? I don't think so, no.
1: I actually kinda like Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I Good. don't think
0: she was. But so okay. so her whole thing is uh do it yourself. It's 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 it, Republicans love her because they're it's all about uh um being independent and doing things your own way and fuck what anyone else thinks and fuck the government. You just you know like Straight and narrow. Put your blinders on. You are a self-made person, and you are an yeah. Original... It was definitely a
1: pre-Bad Aids
0: um, ideology, wasn't it? Yeah. Holy well, shit! Libertarian got kicked in the dick. Big time. Just liber- I didn't. Even, I don't know why I didn't just say that. Big time libertarian. Uh, you, you well, the Ayn Rand Foundation uh, for all their pull yourselves up by the bootstraps, and uh, you know it's it's all about the individual, and the government uh, sucks is. Uh, they applied for and got a paycheck protection program loan as part of the bailout. Yes, right,
1: because they learned what the rest of us learned within the past few months. Uh, libertarianism, libertarianism works great when we're not in a fucking crisis. Yes, uh, when it, when it really like when we need to buckle down, when when the wolves are at the fucking door, it's not
0: a great time for that kind of ideology. I love. They have a quote from uh, Anne Rand herself. It's in uh, uh, the the appropriately titled for her and her ilk, The Virtue of Selfishness. So it's like libertarianism to an extreme. Not just liberty, but you must act in your own self-interests at all times. That's her cult is you go for your... Yeah, you she
1: definitely wrote that when no guy.
0: one was coughing the plague on her. Yes. Well, yeah, her you know quote, what I mean?
1: That's, the, that's when you
0: fucking write some shit like that. Her quote was... The right to life means that a man has the right to support his life by his own work on any economic level, as high as his ability will carry him. It does not mean that others must provide him with the necessities of life. She was against handouts. She was against social welfare. She was against everything. And all the Republicans that quote her, the uh, late uh, Paul Ryan from Wisconsin, I believe, was a big fan. He was a huge asshole. And the first thing they do is they apply for a handout from the government. I love hypocrisy; it makes me laugh. You,
1: you gotta do it. You, you know what I mean? It's it's sort of like um, it's 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 sort of like a really hungry vegan eating a cheeseburger. That's what that is. It's fun to watch. It's hilarious.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. All right, kids. Thanks for listening. Uh, click that share button. Go say something nice about us, uh, even if it's a sentence that says "I like these guys." Give us a five-star review if you if you enjoy us. Uh, spread the word and uh, message us if you want to. We will read things. Visit JakeVevera.com or NathanTimmel.com. All right, we'll we'll be yelling at you next week. Later.